Hi, everyone. It's the Girlfriends, and we are very happy to be with all of you today. We are going to be talking about our very favorite thing, the Oscars. Stamps. Super Bowl of the Girlfriends. So awards night. I'm Shelly MacArthur, and I am here with Whitney Lasky and my sister, Shauna Montgomery. Hello. So it is a catch it, guys. Happy show because yeah. we're happy. So we're not going to go into our other stuff. We're going to stay happy today. Anyhow, um, let well, me sometimes begin. Sometimes the really negative stuff makes me happy. I have to say. I know she's in the bush. <laughs> she's in the bush. But let me just start by saying, um, I thought the Academy Awards were really wonderful. I really enjoyed them. I saw a glimmer of Hollywood coming back. I thought the women looked beautiful. I am so happy they're out of that ragabond better stylist. Stringy hair. Wait, can I just get back to the bush? What kind of bush am I in? Just the beer kind? We're not going. Politician kind? We're not going. I'm hiding in the bush? Okay, I'm I'm out. I want to say the most remarkable person and the most beautiful person that I felt. So I think we're going to go around the girlfriends today, but who I just thought, wait, shed extraordinary beauty and grace was Penelope Cruz. That's my take. Okay. Can the girlfriends, can we go around? Let's take one person at a time. Well, don't you have to say why? No, just wait. Well, let's say why. First of all, I think she presented herself with a with a beautiful elegance. Her dress was absolutely gorgeous, and I can't say that I know who the designer was. <laughs> Excuse me, Gambasti Vitali. Gambasti Vitali. It was beautiful on her. She handled herself with such elegance and humility that she that it she shined. I thought she was gorgeous. She was gorgeous. Great makeup. Okay, this is Shauna. I have to say, I did. The girlfriends, first of all, listeners, the girlfriends all watched the Academy Awards together, and it was really fun because we don't talk. We have a. We, we don't have, talk because you're constantly going, shh, shh, shh. Yeah, stop talking. These, stop these talking. girls, you know, talk, talk, talk <laughs> through the whole thing. And I was like, can we just talk on commercials, please, so we can absorb everything that's being said? Anyway, Penelope Cruz. I watched the talk shows yesterday, and I flipped between E, and I flipped between, you know, The View and everybody. It was interesting. The way that they had the camera angle, excuse me, on Penelope Cruz made a huge difference on how her dress looked. Mm. On your channel, they shot her from down below, and she looked, like, statuesque, and Mm. it looked like she was very tall. On the other stations, they shot her, and all the critics, and not only one, but two or three, said that the dress was overwhelming on her. Really? Way too drapey. They loved her hair. They loved her makeup, but they thought it was too overwhelming. Yeah, I read a bunch of reviews that said it was like, get rid of the big scarf thing. And they weren't really into the pink. They I were, love they the weren't, pink. I loved the pink and black, too. That's why, at first, we all thought it was Chanel. Right. There I, were a lot of, interestingly enough, there were a lot of pink dresses there. Pale pink, which I happen to love, that ballet slipper pink. The blush. Nude the blush, blush. was beautiful. It's so in. 
It was Kate Blanchett. Looked very nice. She wore a beautiful Armani gown. She again too, I think, really exuded a very uh, class. She's a very. I was so happy to see the word class back into the also office. Kate Blanchett mixed reviews. Yeah, I, I wasn't really Pete. into. Yeah, as you guys know, I, I know I didn't like the dress. Um, I think it must have really hurt her butt sitting on all those crystals and plastic things that were hanging. <laughs> they were. Um, but I, I just, I think it was, she's, for, I mean, it's a, it was a gorgeous dress, but I just thought it washed her out. Armani, very heavy, and they were, uh, what kind of crystals? You always use them at your dinner parties. Swarovski? But I yeah. think they're very, I thought they, I thought it looked good on her because... Yes, I know what you're saying about washed out, but she's blonde and she had a very pale complexion. I think had it been like it would just lower. it just covered like the the netting part of it, like went all the way up, like a right. You know, I think had it revealed a little bit of skin. I mean, she has an amazing body. Well, I thought it was very interesting that you didn't see people are real tired of the one shoulder dress and tired of the bustier type feeling in front that holds and everybody's into the cape whether the cape's off one shoulder whether it's off both shoulders i I like the cape because i I think it adds a sense of femininity i like the cape because i'm happy to not see just strapless sleeveless gowns um i thought when i saw kate hudson on the show i thought it looked great but then when i saw photos of her she looked like she was like from the cast of Star Trek or something. Really? Because I, like she she I thought she looked so cute. Well, it, it was like a very 1920s kind of, um, you know, it had like the rounded shoulder pads and then like the caplet kind of back. It was, you know, very deco and, and pretty. But again, I think it made her look too old. Really? Um, I, Wait, who's this? But then Kate Hudson. But then when she was on oh, the show presenting, she didn't have... You know, I think it was pulled back, that cape thing. And I loved the way she looked. Who did you like the best, Shauna? Um, I think the best overall hair, makeup, everything, I would have to say, went to uh, Kate Hudson, my opinion. Kate Hudson? It's okay. You can. It's okay. Wait, Don't be true. afraid. Wait, what, I'm what's, sorry. Wait, who's Kate Hudson? Wait a second. That's Goldie Hawn's daughter. Yeah, that's who I think had the best overall hair, makeup, and dress. Well, her hair did look very nice. It was she, natural, and it was her. And she's beautiful to begin oh, with. But I'm loved, surprised that was your big person. Well, I think it's my overall look. But like Jennifer Lawrence, I love what she had on. However, I did. I liked her hair, but her hair made her look so much older. Yeah. So you didn't really get a sense of herself, which I thought was kind of neat that she did that. But I thought she was great. Um, I mean, there were so many people that were right on. I loved Kerry Washington, and everybody, she got such bad reviews. They hated the coloring. They thought it, they hated her mud lips. They thought it looked really bad. It's interesting to me because I think when you go to that, you have to look at the dress that photographs the best. Yeah, and some of those dresses were beautiful, but they didn't photograph like anything. I think not only that, but I think that they should you know, film the dress, they should, you know, videotape the dress, they should photograph the dress because they do look so different. You know, on my TV, when I was getting ready to see you guys, she looked like a, just a frumpled, wrinkled, who was that? Carrie Washington. When she, she first came out. And, you know, well, she I, was, cause I saw it too. They steamed her before they she had went out. To have, cause but she hello, was, why didn't she get, where, hello again, where are the helpers? Yeah. Like they're, you know, 
come on, PA, there is such a thing as a portable steam, you know, hand steam thing. Who was, who was your favorite? Limo. I know. Who was your favorite, Whitney? Uh, well, it's obvious. I mean, I, I love Charlize Theron. I was going to say I she mean, was. Do you know what? I didn't like it. And I'll tell you the reason why. I thought it looked really hard on her. And I would love to have seen her in something softer. Mm. She reminded me I, of. She was, never smiled. She, she reminded me of that Tattinger poster with the champagne yes. from the 40s. In that sort of that John Singer Sargent, uh, you know, that one painting of his of the uh, woman with it, like that same V, but the straps instead of being invisible were jewels. It was very, to me, it, I, I just, I, I, I thought it. she looked. Maybe it was the way she showed it because she never really smiled. And it, it just no, looked but, stiff. No. But, no, but that was part of her stateliness. I thought she was very elegant. When she first came out on the stage, I thought she was awesome. And that Harry Winston bobble was just the jewelry was beyond. I Wait, mean, that was, was like the favorite? moon on a, on a Well, my favorite string. was Penelope Cruz. Okay. And that was Hollywood glamour. I do have to say that now. If you really want to talk, I can say more worst dress than I can say. Well, let's keep going favorite. on our best well, dress. I want to because... say that maybe the pressure, because apparently Shirley's, um, her foundation had a, a post-Oscar party. And uh, it was considered disaster. It was a total Why? disaster because it was totally unorganized. Um, you mean her foundation on her face or foundation on her body? No, her found. She's created a charitable foundation, um, and it was. They, she set out to raise a million dollars for three different charities, um, and her particular Charlie's uh, charity is um, Africa Outreach Project, and. Uh, it's it's an Academy Awards party called Fame and Philanthropy, and it drew um, Oscar winners like Charlize, Sean Penn, Halle Berry, James Cameron, and it reportedly was a uh, complete disaster. It's uh, was overrun by uh, trashy party crashers and had disgusting porta potties, cold uh, food, oh, and boy. lots of people were smoking weed. That's so funny. <laughs> when you said foundation, I'm thinking, oh God, did her face melt? <laughs> and then I'm thinking, oh no, when you said it's a mess, and then I thought, oh, it's her body foundation, her bra and her spanks and whatever. Oh, it's a cheery I foundation. I thought Jennifer Gardner looked very oh. real. What a neat girl. Yeah, I agree. I loved her silver flapper dress. I loved her presence. I thought she was very natural. I she loved her very, hair color. Hair color was great. She was confident. She didn't try to overdo it. Um, she's, she's one of the few actors, apparently, that did not change before the Vanity Fair party. Apparently, a lot of these women um, have two dresses for Oscar night. The, the one for the actual Oscars yeah, and then the one they for the Vanity their- Fair party. Hers was what... Oscar de la Renta, I believe, and she wore it, which I thought, good for you. I like that. I agree. Good for you for wearing the same dress. I, I did hear a lot of people changed. Well, you can imagine. They've got their corsets, they've got their spanks, they, and they want to have fun afterwards. Right. But where, what? But how about wear a dress that you're comfortable in? Like, if there was one gown that you guys saw that you would think it might not have been the best gown for the Oscars, but a gown that you saw that you could identify with. Liza Minnelli. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Poor Liza. Liza, if you're listening, honey, we love you, but we need to get her a foundation garment. We need to get her on no, the bra No, the whole team. thing was bad. It was just, but it was Halston. I mean, that was like her but best friend. Over, it overpowered her. You why can't they, do a Why did they let her wear that? Because she didn't know in that hair. Anyway, what, if, for those of you Poor that Liza. didn't see the Oscars, the Academy Awards, Liza came out in silk, very bright blue pajama pants, 
palazzo pants. Which is her signature. That's right. And she had a very oversized top. Tunic top. Almost like Zara or Zara. It was either mm-hmm. Zara or it was Halston. No, it was, yeah, with the one kind of the then flash she did, dance. Then she one. did the front of her hair. In blue, in blue, to match, to match. In that royal kind of blue, and, and she looked like fins. she looked like a squash pumpkin. But you I have mean, to love that, Ellen. What did Ellen say? Ellen had said something that we were so happy, and we have oh, the so greatest. <laughs> we have the greatest male impersonator here with us this evening, Liza Minnelli. And you know, no, was, no, it wasn't said like that. Ellen was on the stage, and she said, "And oh my gosh, there's a great, fabulous impersonator of Liza Minnelli. Now that's really good, sir." And the whole audience just started laughing. You know, it was very funny, but it was at someone else's expense, so I thought it was a little sad. It's always tough when you do those kind of roast questions, as we know, that sometimes they just don't get pulled off exactly the way you want I think Ellen did. But let's talk about Ellen. I think she got great reviews. I think she did an excellent job. She, again, is so natural. Apparently, the intenseness of the Oscars prior to the award show was so intense that she and her partner, Portia, has had a really difficult time, a really go difficult time in their relationship. In their relationship, because Ellen was so nervous about about doing the awards. But I thought she did a great job. She was natural. She just, she kind of was really in her She really made it feel intimate for something that like 23 million people are exactly. more watched. She made it feel like accessible and intimate and like you were there. And she was very authentic. I think when she got the pizza host, even though you didn't really need to do that, Ellen, it was funny. It was and at first when she did it, I thought, oh, why is she going there? But it ended up to be very funny because you're looking at the people like, oh, my God, she's eating it and she's up for best actress. Well, the other thing that I thought was that I meant to ask you guys this that night, but, you know, someone kept telling me to shut up. Um, I it was, you know, I always find it incredibly rude when you're out to dinner or in the theater and people are on their cell phone and. Here was the very first time in history. She made history with that tweet, you know, where they where everybody jumped in to do the selfie. And they, um, I guess the first tweet that was ever like, you know, I, I don't even remember what it what was. It Bill? the most retweeted. This was, but I'm trying to remember what the first one that made history was. Anyway, oh, I can tell you the first Obama. one. Obama. Obama. Right, right, right. Thank you. So this one was, you know, with everybody jumped in, Angelina Jolie and, and Brad Pitt and, um, you know, and, and apparently this, it made like it, over 2 million people tweeted back. And in the audience, everybody was tweeting throughout the entire show. Oh, now, sure. As a performer, if I were Ellen DeGeneres, this is like, this is why this is like a whole new era now. I would be furious if people were sitting there like texting and, you know. Well, it's very disconcerting. But now, again, as we've discussed, every time you get a like on Facebook, every time you get a tweet, that's like social currency translates to money. Oh, you know what they're saying? Oh, my God, I just talked to uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. She's got the worst breath. Must have had salmon before she came. Oh, so-and-so's got a booger hanging from his nose, doesn't even know that it's hanging. But whatever happened to focusing on the show that you're, you know what I mean? It's never going to happen again. It's never going to happen. No, they can focus. It's like watching TV, chewing gum, reading the newspaper all at the same time. They can do this. You heard the the so-and-so that had pockets put in her dress so that she could hold her phone so she could tweet through it. See, I do not think you're in the moment when you are listening to, you know, in, in my day, it was the CD player thing. You know, people would ride their bikes with that little disc man thing, right? I, 
I just don't feel like you can truly be in the moment when you have some other kind of external stimulus. You know, then again, I was sitting at parent week, you know, at, at, at Blake's school and these kids are texting. I didn't even know they had phones texting, anywhere near listening them. <laughs> to the radio, watching TV and right, studying. Right. It's crazy. So it's like Pokemon. All but is over. that being in the moment? Are you really in the well, moment? Not to segue, but let's get back to being in the moment with Ellen DeGeneres. I thought that Ellen DeGeneres did a great job. I thought one of her great lines, and correct me, I'm not quite sure on the figure, but she said, out of the Academy Award nominees, there were 14,000 films that they've done and only six years of college. Wait, that was the equation. Yeah, and I yeah, thought, something like that. I thought that was well. This was really what the eighty sixth. No, but then she's her show eighty sixth annual. So of the cumulative of people who have won, among among the cumulative of eighty six years, they've got six years of college. That's isn't that amazing? So for those parents out there whose children do not go to college, but wait, so then she there looks, is a life. In something, Ellen DeGeneres then looks down in the audience and says, "Well, you know, Amy, looking at Amy Adams. Well, you went to college, didn't you?" And it, the camera goes to Amy, and she was like, "Yeah, no. not so much." Oh, but you, you went to Jennifer. You went to college, though. And Jennifer's like, "No, no. not so much." <laughs> I thought that was an all-time. Great. And I know you guys are going to be really mad at me for saying this, but. I was, you know, the whole African-American sweeping the awards and Asian, you know, that whole gravity was total Asian business. I mean, well, gravity. I mean, if we had to see, you know, Sandra Bullock's face one more time on the screen. It's just all about the money. And it really, I don't know. Can Can I say something, though? I did not see gravity. So yesterday I watched gravity twice. Oh my God. And I can understand. I watched it once in the morning and then Barry came home that night and we watched it again. And I have to tell you, they did have the best sound effects. Yeah, it they was had, a big. It was a big Asian. I mean, it, sound, a big Asian visual acting, sound effect. It was acting. incredible. I also watched the Oscars again on a different channel. Oh. And it was interesting. They didn't show Sandra as meant much. Oh. Isn't that interesting? Well, what channel was it on? Because is that owned by Sony? Then it would make sense. I don't know. I don't know. You know. I can't remember, but... <laughs> I mean, if but it's like know. a Vi- Sony Viacom ABC... She then. was good in that. I didn't think it was anything to be up for Best Actress, considering that Meryl Streep and Kate Blanchett was so much better in their performances. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, getting back to Ellen, because I want to stand Ellen Wait, for and nobody young. thanks Sir Isaac Newton. Out of all, out of the yeah. seven, you know, freaking, you know, awards, Gravity won. Nobody said thank you, Sir Isaac Newton, for discovering gravity. I know. Get it? I that was it. good. Right. <laughs> right. She's smart. But anyhow, getting back to uh, Ellen. She's and got her, her smart comment. hat on today, so we're going to have to suffer through this. getting back to the comment <laughs> that she made about the college things. Then she went back to saying, I guess Hollywood is just one big frightened family that's true yeah Yeah. you know it was really a good line because you know i know just as a performer the stage fright that i go through one big bowl of insecurity one big bowl of insecurity am i good enough will i ever work again am i going to work am i going to work it's just and i thought am i anyway am i my resume she was she was wonderful and i thought you know i thought she did a really good job 
Um, when you look back, let's just stay on Ellen for a minute. I think she did a better job than Billy Crystal. Oh, she yes. absolutely did a better job than Anne Hathaway and James Franco. Oh, yes. Oh, well, was on Ellen's tail. She did better than the two of and them. And she did a better job than Seth McFarland, who I thought was did a good job. But I, I like Ricky Javaris. Yeah. I yeah. like Ricky Javaris. But I do have to say it was funny when she got up because she said, I haven't done the Oscars in seven years. And now I'm here. I'm back again. Thank you for being so quick on asking me back. <laughs> Which, you know, completely got her crazy. I thought the whole thing, the tweet was current. She didn't use old. I thought she stayed current. I thought she was. Uh, I did think it got a little draggy with her being in the audience a lot. But I loved when she did those impromptu comments, like with Brad Pitt, and he, he stuck his head in another picture. And she was like, kind of a, a what, what'd she call kind him? Of a, a photo hog, aren't you? Yeah, photo hog. What do you, <laughs> what? Oh, you must be, you're a photo hog. I mean, I just thought that kind of stuff was funny. That was funny. The Liza was the only thing that was a little off, but you know, come on. Hey, that was pretty good. Well, I think it was good, but had she looked fresh and feminine and beautiful and wonderful, it wouldn't have been as shocking because she really did look like a man impersonating her old self. I mean, she's had so much plastic surgery that 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 kind of quirky off, you know, Liza Minnelli that you remember from the movie Cabaret, you know, it's right. just like her face is different now. I mean, she, she had no bra. It's over plastic surgery. No bra. And if she did have a bra, it wasn't supportive of enough. And she also had spirit shoes on. Come on. Well, maybe she has severe foot problems, but no, they should have spray painted them in silver or something. She had easy spirit shoes on. So what? Jeff, what is the name of a gal from that won for 12 years a slave? I can't pronounce it. Lapita. 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 Beautiful gown. We love now, to say Lapita. We, we loved her gown, right? But and everything I, she, I read, people were like, she, a girl that is that flat chested and that bony chested should never wear a gown. Like oh, that. I totally disagree. disagree. I thought she looked chicer than I chic. loved what she, I she looked she beautiful. Was I, I thought the, the way big, she handled herself. I thought the way she walked up the stairs with her gown, digging the headband and speaking big of, time. Yeah, me too. Speaking of college though, she said this was her first job out of college, Yale, and she went to Yale, right? But she's 31 years old. Well, so she took her time. Yeah. Some people take time off. Why do you get into Yale when you're 31 years, you know, graduate from Yale when you're 31 years old? Whitney, because they do. You can go to DePaul and get into DePaul. And, you know, maybe one of my favorite people, Ann Burke, went to college at 50, and now she's a Supreme Court judge. Right. That's good. We like those stories. We do. Well, you're 22 when you're out of of high school. So maybe she took some time out. But wait, wait, can I I say this? Because I want to hear your views on this. And just digest this when I say this. Because think before you speak. Kim Novak. I want to bring up Kim Novak. Uh-huh. Kim Novak in her mm. her earlier years was known as the most beautiful actress there ever was. So here's the question. As I watched her on the screen, I thought, From do Chicago. You, do you really want to do that? Do you really want to come back and have people know you as that that went on too long um had too much she, she didn't look good you know she opens up the envelope do you really want to know i well, mean everyone's waiting no, waiting like do you really want to know but just all, but wait wait mumbled. wait let me finish my thing bet midler uh, bet midler no mm-hmm. betty davis 
did also the same thing when she came back on. I don't know if you guys saw that, the Academy Awards. She did, and she came back on, could barely say the words, could barely walk, and it kind of gives people the last impression of that so-called star. Now, Kim Novak right now is not working, and do you want to... Do, do you want to do that as a person and come back on? I don't, I don't like know. that. She had a reputation. I just think she didn't handle it well. I thought she sounded muffled. She sounded. Um, she she sounded like a. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like she's smoking all. But she here's the, the 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 thing, and that's a it's an interesting question because it has to do with our expectation, and it has to do with what we view as beautiful in this country, and how we view women and aging, and. It's, it's not healthy because, one, from a production point of view, I wouldn't be rolling out one, you know, 70-something or however, you know, 80-something, however. I wouldn't have one of those. I would have had, like they did that one yes. time, you know, a group of them. So you it know? wouldn't stick out so, so much. wouldn't just be like, and that's just from a production point of view. From a personal point of view, it's sad, but I think, you know, it's almost better to do the Greta Garbo and disappear you know, than it is to come out. I don't, I mean, because you can only well, let people down. If you're you know? going to come out, then come out and look good. Like a Jane Fonda. Come back and look like a Jane Fonda. And right. put, I mean, this was their craft. So don't pick someone and put them in that light and have them present. And, you know, I kind of blame that on the Academy. That's a good point, Whitney, that you made. It wouldn't have been, she wouldn't have stuck out so much if there were a few older. Right. It's just the way that they, it, in terms of how they staged it and, and, it, it just, it, she stuck out like a sore thumb. And you know who I thought looked really bad speaking? Okay, let's not go into the males yet. Well, I, I'd like to go into the most, for me, the most moving segment, I thought, was when they had the memoriam mm. of all of the actors in the past mm -hmm. year. And then... Bette Midler came on the stage in all Snaps of her. Snaps for Bette. Bette, Ditto. we love, love you. you. We adore you. In all of your glory, Bette, and God bless you, you looked fabulous. Mm -hmm. She had a beautiful dress on. She looked great she hair. Had such great hair, class. And you know, great she, body. she mm -hmm. curbed her song, Wind Beneath My Wings. The transition of the set. It was an instrumental, and then it went into her song, and she came out from backstage. I just thought it was so moving. And, you know, people have said, well, her voice isn't blah, blah, blah. So what? She changed her song. She sung on Broadway for so many years. It's such a difficult thing to do to still maintain your voice at her age. But I, I, I took her four weeks of just to, of mentally to work up the courage to get out there and do it. Because let's face it, you know, you've got these, you know, Gals from the gal that you know, was in Wicked on Broadway, who John Travolta mispronounced her name. You know, you've got these amazing Belter Broadway girls coming which will out not there, have, which will not have voices, by the way, in about ten years. <laughs> right, and then you know, so it's it's got to be really difficult to, you know, psych yourself up mentally to get out there. And I thought she, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. She rocked it, and you know what? She rocked it on the red carpet. I love that Reem Acra, the red. Oh. Oh. Beautiful. Now, now there's someone that's coming, and see, that's what I—that's what I'm comparing that to. She's still into her craft. She's still current. Well, let me tell you this, though. Think about this: most of these women are given those dresses by the designers. Okay, they're not paying thirty to fifty thousand dollars for a couture gown. All right, wait. I'm going to correct you, though. They're not given. They have to give back. They have to get them back. Yes, right. but they're—they're they're made for their body, and that's correct. Yes. 
you know, everybody else is paying for their own gown. Okay. So your, your Bette Midler's, your Kim Novak's, you know, they're all paying for their own gown. And somebody made a comment about Bette Midler, like, well, it's off the rack. It's not couture, you know? I'm like, if, if this is what the Oscars is about, like, are we equating American beauty and, and fashion to these couture? Because that's just a big mistake. Okay, that's interesting that you brought that up because Tom Ford was on Jimmy Kimmel after the awards night and he dressed one person. He didn't, you know, sometimes. Who was that? I don't know. I haven't figured it out and he didn't mention it. And that's something that the girlfriends, how did we slip on that? Wait, was it a man or a woman that he dressed? And he didn't say, um, and you know, Tom Ford is worth $70 million. I mean, this guy, he said dressing, people that are dressing for the Oscars, it's not an exciting adventure. He said it's really not about creation because it's like a 1950 Barbie doll dressing a 1950s Barbie doll. And that's basically what it's all got to be form fitting because, you know, really think about it. They're all like statues so he said it's not really my favorite thing to do because uh he did dress Gwyneth Paltrow and remember when she was in the white with the cape oh I loved that That was 2012 and that was amazing I couldn't figure out who he dressed I know a lot of people have Tom Ford Texas the guys Uh, yeah well navy blue was the new hot color oh yeah absolutely and there was some fairy and I can't think off the top of my head but well Will Smith was one of them but probably I would think Brad Pitt maybe Maybe that looked like Brad a Tom Pitt. Ford talks to me. It could have looked. Let's talk about Angelina Jolie. How did you guys think Angelina Jolie? Uh, I love got, the fact that she wasn't wearing a strapless, sleeveless gown, but I thought it was very matronly for her. I thought that the top, because it was kind of blue sant, and I thought it made her look short-waisted. short-waisted. Yeah. I mean, I thought it just looked. I thought it made her look like her boobs were just sagging. Yeah. And, and you I know they're not because they're brand you know, new. I didn't think she needed. <laughs> I didn't think she needed to do that after well, thought, she had. You I thought know, her dress was beautiful. Didn't needed to do what? You know, after the big thing about having you know a double mastectomy and oh. doing all that, and then coming out in such a revealing, I, I would have liked to have seen her in a little bit more tasteful. She was too booby for that dress. Now that dress should have been on a Gwyneth Paltrow, should have been on a Lapita, should have been on someone that was flatter. I didn't like those big, huge boobs. I, well, she's I'm very so over that. She's very beautiful. She came on stage with Sydney Poitier, and she really, and I guess it was Sydney Poitier who really, you know, was having difficulty walking. Or she well, that was, was another him. one that I thought, why are you doing this? Really, now, why? Now, now, was it because? Of her dress that they were walking so slow? No, I think it was because of him. Yeah, I think it was because of him. And he could barely, you know, I mean, I, you could feel for him. He could barely get the words out. He could barely get the words out. But it certainly gave her a so moment. I didn't feel that way with him. It gave her a moment of glory. Yeah. Because she was really able to milk her entrance on the stage. Oh, that's true. That's evil. That was. <laughs> wait, who, <laughs> she's and, not my favorite. Wait, who came out before them? Who came out before them and also did a very slow entrance, entrance, and it was a really great two that was like star was it studded. Penelope, was it Penelope yes. Cruz? Yes, yeah. that's who it was. Okay, that's who I'm thinking of. Um, and then I thought it was interesting that Jennifer Lawrence came out by herself. They gave her a, a nice little segment in there. Because she won Best Actress. And that was very funny what Ellen DeGeneres said about Jennifer Lawrence, about 
we'll bring the if you win Jennifer tonight, we'll bring the Oscar to you so you don't trip up the steps. Because yeah. I noticed you tripped out of the car today too when you got out of the thing. But I thought it was funny and I thought it was very graceful the way that she handled it. She just laughed and you she know laughed. and all the reporters said, Honey, when you're looking that good, you can trip. Yeah, you can trip all you want. And, and when she, you're that young, you she, can trip. And she ate pizza in her gown before she yeah, before got she, on stage. I could believe one that. of the people that I really missed seeing who again had a navy blue tuxedo this could have been actually who tom ford dressed was leonardo dicaprio oh god well leonardo you wear whatever you want honey <laughs> leonardo wow did oh. he steal the screen oh. or what god that he was is, sensational oh. he why is, did he present i don't know i just that you know the fact that wolf of wall street was so snubbed you know, and got nothing, not one award. And Gravity was like, Gravity, 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 Gravity. 12 Years of Slave, you know. I mean, 12 Years of Slave was, an, you know, it was an incredible, incredible film, incredible book, um, you know, written by what? Ridley, uh, oh, Penelope, sorry. Um, well, the last time there was a writer's strike, he crossed the picket lines, the writer. So I was even surprised that he won an award because typically that would never happen. That he would, oh, because he had crossed the, the, the picket line and he was one of the people that throughout the whole writer's strike, remember how horrible that oh, was? Oh, right I'm sorry, on. Whitney, who was it? And was it Ridley, not Ridley Scott, was it? Yes, it was. It was Ridley Scott, if I remember correctly. Um, anyway, so he, you know, and then he, he did the screen adaptation for John Ridley. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And he did the screen adaptation for 12 years a slave. And I'm shocked that he won. I'm shocked because, you know, he's like, you know, he crossed the line and let's stick it line. Wait, can we talk about what I was dressed? Well, yeah. In one minute, I just want to say Jamie Foxx. Please oh. don't try so hard, Jamie. Don't try so hard, Jamie. Please give other people a chance, especially when you're on stage with them. Don't be such a hog. He was a pig. I want to know what you guys his thought His daughter about. looked beautiful. I want to know. What, well, I think it's a little creepy that he's always with his daughter, too. I don't know. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, question. Yeah, trust me. Five years from now, we're going to find out it wasn't so <laughs> <laughs> He was just like Elvis waiting for her to grow up. Another Woody. Let's talk about (laughs) another Elvis Presley. Jonathan, John Travolta made a showing. He's out. He's back out. What about our, our, our Jimmy? That, that toupee though, I said, I said, I'm like, what's with his hair? It's like he had like that vampire widow's peak thing going. How do you know that was a toupee? It was a toupee. Because you were right. Because it was a toupee. You were right. You could tell. Then when you looked at it from the side, it definitely was. You don't think it was plugs? No. No. It was definitely a toupee. No, it's a toupee. He's been wearing it a long time. But, you know, God bless him. I love John Travolta. I think he's really a good person. Oh, it, I don't know if he's still bisexual or not. I don't really care. The only thing I care about is the fact that his wife, if his wife can deal with it. Well, apparently. I yeah, mean, but I, I think he, he, he he's a big enough star. He needs to own up to his, his truths. There's just such bad stuff going on around about him that he needs to either own up or. Well, speaking of owning up to your truths, you know, two people that I thought were really outstanding. Well, we, we talked about Bette Midler, but Pink, I thought, did an outstanding. Oh, oh Now, here's a perfect example from a production side gorgeous. of taking a girl who you expect to come out in a leotard from the ceiling, 
comes out in a gown and it's totally the opposite of how she usually presents herself. And her voice was just magnificent. I thought she was magnificent. And the song that won Frozen. She was so, wait, let's stay on her for a minute. She was so poised in that dress. Incredible. I mean, the whole thing just really, really worked. The lighting was perfect on her. The back setting was perfect. She came out and she worked that. Her voice was right on the mark. And that was she was she was beautiful. She was outstanding. And now, you know how you, many people have repeated that song and done that song? So, I mean, you could be really critical on that. I well, mean, it's she, like the national anthem. That's a really hard song to sing. Then sang, when you Rachel. go to uh, to Segue to Frozen, which was the song that won that's best a tough song. song too. Tough song, great message. Um, I didn't really care. I think her name is Adina. Didn't care for the way she sang it. She's going to wreck her voice, but that's just she my own She's had the same feeling. vocal coach since before college. Yeah. Wow. Well, here's the message on Frozen, which is also the girlfriend's message. You mean like we've been living through the polar vortex? (laughs) She's way over my head. She's always been way over my head. Um, No, never let fear or shame keep you from the person that you are. Love that. Love that. So I'm going to give that snap to that. Never let fear or shame. Let's snaps. Woo. Snaps for that. Um, well, getting it, it in following Wait, that, that, should that be our theme, logo. but in following that theme, uh, several of the people that accepted awards talked about their dream and, and pursuing their dream and being supported by a parent, you know, who, who said, go for your dreams and, and being blessed by the fact that hashtag blessed that, um, they were able to like go for their dream. Jared Leto. I, Excellent. I, beautiful. I mean, I thought that was a very eloquent I speech, did you know. His mother's beautiful. I One did. of the all-time great speeches, I thought, of the whole entire evening was Matthew McConaughey. When Wait, let's stay on Jared, though. Okay. It was interesting because I read a lot of reviews on Jared, and if you read through your tweets and all your stuff, a lot of people were like, okay, Jared, you're finally coming out of the box. I guess this guy was just a, kind of a, a sleaze bag, just... Really? Well, not, not sleaze as in being sleazy, but in things that he said, and now he's coming across really as this. He's kind of had a reborn again type. Oh, so that's why he kind of disappeared from... Yeah, and I think he's come tomorrow. back in a whole new venue, and he's really trying to clean up his act and just, you know, and I think he's, it's working. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever well, you're doing, it's working. I, I, I found it very moving. I found Matthew McConaughey's speech incredibly Absolutely moving. incredible. However, you know, a lot of people thought it was tacky. A oh. lot of people thought the God thing was totally inappropriate. Oh, oh I did it. A lot of people thought I was that, so happy. Um, the I fact felt- that he's his own hero, and you know what, you know, who do you emulate? Who do you want to be? And that that whole thing. A lot of people thought that he was just behaving like one of his characters in his movies. I have to say, I I, I didn't I loved it. it. I loved it too. I thought he was great. I thought that um, I thought he did a great job. He was very very moving. Um, it was big on the gay boy club at the Oscars this year. It always is, though. No, we love before, you guys. before we get into the gay boys, let's just say you're listening to the girlfriends, and we have more and more to say, but you're listening to the girlfriends on webtalkradio.net. The, the gay boys were out that night in Big time. Out in style. I love the guy that was wearing the kimono. I thought, oh, yeah. good for you, gravity boy. Yeah. Good for you. Two people, though. There are two men that really frightened me during Ooh, the Oscars. I know one. I don't. Bill Murray. 
I don't oh, think come he, on. he looks oh, sick no. or something. Something's wrong with it's, him. He's only 68 years old. So he shouldn't be looking like that. That was I, bad. He looked then, great. I think he's sick. And no. Then, and then Harrison Ford. Okay, well, he is oh, creepy, you know, period. He's such a doper. I mean, the guy lives on marijuana. I'm trying to, I, I just read And I loved article. it when he, he got that pizza piece. It was like, I was like, you go boy, you know? Yeah. yeah spilled all over him. I mean, he, is he with it? He looked like he was on something. I apparently no, I he was on something. Apparently back in the day, he was quite the uh, F bunny. Like he used to like, he was known for sleeping with as many as nine and 10 women a day. Well, he's Ooh, not yeah, getting, you he, go. I don't think he's getting it that much from you that go. stick Callista. Yeah, but I don't think he's getting it because he yeah. probably can't. I think oh, he's Calista. got the munchies all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he's, there's, it's been written up that he's a huge pothead. Yeah, he's, but wait, you know, what day he saw that pizza and it was like, oh, wait, where was Callista? Right next to was right next she's to She's so thin, oh, you never saw her. <laughs> she, she turns to the side and she, you can't really tell she's there. And my vote on the on the worst dress. Oh, I got several. Okay. Hmm. Go ahead, Shell. You're first. My pick on the worst dress was Whoopi Goldberg. Well, it was oh. so bad because Julia Roberts had just worn that to the Golden Globes. And it was like, so she's wearing the same dress. And I just thought, oh, God. But Whoopi, it was like Why two sizes she... too big for you. I mean, just come out in like a, a suit because, you know what, yeah, Whoopi, exactly. that's what you want. You know, like be your, like, just be yourself. She just, I feel sorry for her. I mean, she just doesn't get it. She's so, she's, you know, one of those people that I, I was, I had the opportunity of meeting long ago and I really like her. She's really smart. She's really funny. She's really fair minded. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I, you know, the, the whole wardrobe thing, just be right, yourself. Who, who, was, who was your worst, Whitney? <clears throat> I have to think about that. Um, I right. think the girl that was the worst was the gal who was in uh, Blue Jasmine, who was the sister. Oh, yes, Whitney. Very good. Wait, which one? Her dress was also too big for her. And I Wait, Sally her. Hawkins. Yes, Sally Hawkins. Her a, dress was too big for her. A, I love her name. It's such a cute name. B, I think she's a terrific actor. Uh, but that dress was like, it was like for a grandma from, you know, the Victorian era. It was wearing her. It just was too big for her. It was too big of a dress for her. And that was something the girlfriends just, did mention that night, uh, was that it's interesting when you see women that the dress is wearing them as opposed to the woman wearing the dress. And who's our little girl that we loved? Oh, Tara. She, and she got horrible No, reviews. Amy Edwards. No, um, the one from uh, Harry Potter series. Well, Emma. Awesome. Watson. Emma Watson, right? Emma Watson. I and thought she looked adorable. She was wearing Vera Wang, and I thought, it, like, her personality showed through. You know, she was comfortable. Th that's the kind of Bette Midler, the dress, I've been dying to find out the dress that she performed in, who designed that. I can't find it anywhere. I loved it. To me, I, I, yeah, I did, too. It sort of looked like... Um, I'm sure like you Gautier. were looking at your computer, too. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it looked to me like Godier. But I wonder if they didn't promote that because of all the, you know, hell he's gone through with his image. Um, no, that was John Galliano. I mean, John Galliano. Thank you. Um, I, maybe it looked like that to me, but I thought she, I, I just, she wears her clothes. They don't wear her. All right. Here's some of mine on my worst dress. I thought Laura Dern looked totally washed out. Yes, she did. It was an old 1980 dress that hair was looked bad. Hair looked bad. Well, Makeup looked bad. Hair color. She tried to do that pale look, just didn't work on her at all. Julia Roberts, mm -hmm. she was like a new version of Witches of Eastwick. I mean, 
Givenchy. It was bad. Yeah. She did not look good at all. Andra Hendricks had Jay uh, Mendel on. Do you remember the dress? It was oh, black. It had the netting. I didn't yeah. care for that on her. Do you know what? Yeah. It was like, that's a brand new in, uh, that was one of the few people that had the new collection on 2014. tiny girl. And they sent that to her. It was just, it needed more height. You're yeah. absolutely, and it was like front fully. The interesting thing is the new, like what's coming into spring is color, color, color. And that a lot of these gals were wearing black. You don't usually see black on the red carpet. Well, you know, it was interesting. Somebody had on a really beautiful, and I can't think of the name. Um, it was like a hunter deep green, but it came off on screen black. But then they did a show up, I mean, a close up, and it was a really beautiful green. And you couldn't see that. Everything kind of came off. Right. Just because of that. I was very happy to see that they that Jim Carrey was one of the presenters. Oh, God. He was Jimmy. Yeah. Now, he's talking about people getting back. He's, yeah, talking about I people getting him. back. He's been out of the limelight for a while. He's right on the edge, as we all know. Um, suffers from depression. Yeah! And <laughs> Join the girlfriends. Yeah. Lost, lonely, but a person. Anyhow, Jim Carrey, we love you. We think you are the best right now. Oh, and he did a great thing of uh, Dern, and that I, imitation. Well, I wanted to say, you know, a message to him that uh, before you diagnose yourself with depression or low self-esteem, first make sure you're not, in fact, surrounded by assholes. <laughs> that, would be, that would be my message for the day. That's good. I like that one. Um, so, Jim Carrey, back on the scene. Why are you looking at me? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was good. Um I thought that the woman, Catherine Martin. I didn't think Jim Carrey looked very well, though, either. Oh, I thought he oh, looked I great. Did I, I thought, thought he looked great. super thin. Oh. oh, speaking of super thin, Sharon Stone is on the cover, I think, of Self Magazine. And I saw a picture online of the photo shoot that somebody took of the photo shoot. And she looked, like, so old because she's so skinny that it scared me to see the picture. And then, of course, you know, it's all retouched on, on the cover, and she looks magnificent on the cover. But, you know, aging, can't do aging that. and being super thin isn't always, you know, the greatest thing. You really can't do that with getting thin. Men, too. Yeah. Okay, well, can we talk about some of the men really quickly on the Oscars show? Okay. It was a lot of men presenters. Not that I minded that. I thought Brad Pitt did a wonderful job. I like Brad Pitt. I'm not... Probably one of his greatest fans. I like him. I love Jason Sadakis. He's great. He's funny. He didn't really shine like he normally does. I was sad that, I mean, we lost Harold Ramis last week. Yeah. And, you know, when you think about, like, you know, the Apatow films and, you know, the Coen brothers and, you know, if it wasn't for Harold Ramis, you know, right. our, our, the, the whole comedy genre would right. be a very different landscape in our country. And, and I just, we're going to miss him. I mean, he just was amazing. I thought Jimmy Kimmel was very oh, funny. He's so funny. I thought he did oh, a great he job. He is funny. He was really, um, where he climbed through the TV set. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel, for those of you who didn't watch the Oscars, you know, Ellen was talking about people with their critiques as the whole world, all these millions of people are saying, oh, her dress was as we are dress wasn't good this was good that was her hair blah, 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 blah. so jimmy kimmel came out and he climbed through a television screen and went to a couple's living room <laughs> the woman was overweight eating, and the man eating cheetos <laughs> and they were in their underwear 
and he literally pulled out some lines that were twittered to the Oscars <laughs> and then asked them if they wrote them. And sheepishly, it was so funny. It was a good moment. So he did you watch his after show? No, thing? I wanted to. So no. it opens up with he's in bed with Ellen and Portia, like they they've got, and they're all wearing matching pajamas with monograms, and they're like, "What, what, Jimmy? What are you, what are you doing here?" And he's like, "Well, you know, I mean, I just wanted to tell you that, you know, I thought you did a great job, and you know, and they're like, well, but you know." Like, why are you, you know, so anyway, he gets out of bed and they pull back the covers and he's got a whole fondue pot thing going. <laughs> and, and Ellen's like, oh, I did see And it. Ellen's like, who fondues in bed? <laughs> well, it's so funny. the Academy Awards. Okay, so this was the 86th Academy Award and it drew 43 million wow. viewers. Wow. That's huge. But wait, Shell, I can't believe you missed this. Yes. We haven't talked about Pharaoh Williams. Loved him. I was happy. Born. Well, we start our show with that oh, song. Just love it. It makes he me happy was hearing it. Wonderful. He is a sharp guy. Another one that mentioned God. Another one that mentioned God. Um, let's snaps to God. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with God? I, 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 I he's, don't know. He's. They all get. You know. Think his about hands. It. God's hands are all over everything. And how someone can't recognize him? I mean, God. Being it, it, to me, God is. The highest creative power in the universe, and I, I and, the, and the helper it, it of all. It can be whatever you want it to be. Uh, I was just I was telling you guys before the show that I had the opportunity of touring the Notre Dame locker room this last weekend, and there are all these different signs, but they all say seven. And one of the kids said, you know, like what does seven mean? And and the tour. The, the one of the coaches who was giving the tours, you know, we really can't tell you that that's like between the guys. And, and I started thinking like, hmm, 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 what could that be? And there's six players, right? Like on a hockey team, there's six players. So I'm thinking maybe seven is God. And so Interesting. I, and so I said to the guy, I said, well, would it, I said, would the seven, seven be God? And he just looked at me and I, I thought, oh, I think I guessed it right. Oh, good. But then I started thinking, like, that's kind of a cool way to think. Absolutely. Like, it's not just you, well, right? Hello. It's, you know. Let, you know, go back to your marriage. When you get married, it's the husband, the wife, and, and God. God. You're right. Hopefully. Let me go back to Pharaoh Williams. Is God like I thought over this six was feet tall? <laughs> anyway, I have to say he's been on a really big role oh my gosh, from Golden amazing. Globes and now with the Oscars. I thought his performance was great with all those dancing kids Wonderful. and of all different I ages. Loved it. loved it. And at 12 o'clock that night, his new named girl. Oh, his new album? Album came out. So he had a really a star-studded night. And I actually did download that uh, from iTunes this morning. The first cut is called Marilyn Monroe, mm -hmm. and uh, it, it, he's just—I don't know—he's got—he's just joyful. He, it's he's like joyful. He brings the other guy like is Bruno love. Mars. You know, you can't listen to Bruno Mars and not feel joy. You know, and not feel joy. Yeah. And you know, hey, listen—he's spreading a good message, so that's all good. So we are so happy that we were able to just cover the Oscars. I mean, Wait, we did could we get through here. everyone? We got through most everyone. Um, I just want to tell you a little follow-up with my, my dear friend here, Bruce Jenner. I think I figured out who he's trying to look like. Oh, my gosh. This is the girlfriend celebrity. We have celebrity to discuss that dish. on the next show. <laughs> that, that's going to be on the next show. And Celebrity morph. One of the things, as you know, to our favorite listeners that we have been very passionate about is the American apparel industry. 
And the girlfriends have now added another person to that list, which we will come up with the name. And this is uh, a man by the name of Noel Bitterman, and he has created a site on the computer for cheating spouse site, and he's relishing publicity. What what is what does he do? He uh, is giving names and numbers, and it's a, a, a site that. Um, it's an online dating site that caters to married people seeking to cheat on their spouses. And it takes publicity where it finds it, even from a murder case. Oh, my God. Uh, he's the company founder and CEO, Noel Bitterman. Mr. Bitterman. He wasn't about to hide from the call Wednesday. He just was prompted by sensational testimony in the trial of Alan Kutsak, which happened in the city of Chicago, which is a trial going on right now, which is very sad. But so he's uh, established this website to allow men and women to meet other married men and women and have relationships or sex or whatever. And so that is a subject that uh, my sister, I believe, is opening the show next week. And I think it's something that needs to be discussed. Great. We'll get on it. Along with Whitney, who has written an incredible blog. So please go to the girlfriend, the-girlfriendsentertainment.com and read Whitney's blog. It's very well written. Wow. Thanks, Joe. Um, we are posting things now that we feel really disturb us in today's society and girlfriends or elate us, but but not no, only no, disturbing. But girlfriends are going to take a stance, and in our small way, you know, whether it means something or doesn't mean something, right? This isn't something we're going to drop. You know, this American Apparel thing is is no. wrong. This is wrong. This website that these people are going. Can on we is save wrong. this? For yes, another yeah, show, yeah. because I do want to get back to the Oscars, just so oh. we can kind of close out. So I just want to ask, who did we miss not having there? Oh, for sure, Jack Nicholson. You That's got, right. You've got to have Jabba the Hutt in the first row. Yeah. With the glasses on. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, you know, looking at you. And what about Cher? Addressing you with his eyes. No. And we saw Sally Fields. We no. Kept, I loved having the, oh, I loved seeing Jane Fonda. I like having old Hollywood there. I do too, but I didn't feel anybody was really, um, missing. I will add though, on our close of the Oscar show that Bono, you are one class act. Yeah. He's, yeah. His group and the way he handles hey, himself. You too? He's a wonderful guy. So we're happy to be with you, all of you. And thank you for sharing this time with all of us. So please tune in next week because we'll be back on the rampage. <laughs> this was just a moment to see time. no evil, speak no evil, hear no evil. So Not. be happy. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Be happy. Bye.